Hello and welcome to the Girls on Fire podcast. This week, we're talking about Flourishing Futures, a program that gives our year 10s an opportunity to experience a workplace, as well as learning new skills through micro-credentials. To discuss Flourishing Futures, I caught up with MLC's Director of Innovation, Megan King, as well as some of the students who took part in the program. Megan, thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. Flourishing Futures took place this week. Can you tell us what the Flourishing Futures program is? Sure. Thank you, Sam. Um, So the Flourishing Futures program is actually one that's evolved over the past few years. So previously, uh, this was actually called the Week of Amazement. And our girls spent time working with like charitable organisations and also participated in a couple of fun activities like stand-up paddleboarding. But given that the college has, you know, continued to develop um, the service opportunities and also our outdoor education program, we really decided that Flourishing Futures could also evolve to reflect the needs of the future workforce and obviously our girls. So as such, we've now built into Flourishing Futures a three-day work experience program and also introduced in 2021 our micro-credential program. So in 2021, Flourishing Futures is a year 10 program But the exciting news and the first time I've been able to say it, so thanks for having me today, is that in 2022 we'll also extend this to Year 9. So as you know, at MLC we're always looking for, you know, opportunities to develop our programs uh, to support our girls uh, in preparing for their futures beyond the college. So already this week, really exciting um, news. We've had a number of girls offered part-time jobs uh, because of how well they've done on their work experience. So that's really fantastic. That's incredible. Can I ask what kind of workplaces have offered them? Sure. So um, generally it's our girls who are working in, so we've got one of our girls working up um, with standing room up in Claremont and we've also got another girl um, that's working down at the surf club. Um, So both of those have already been quite upfront about offering them work and also uh, myself and all of our careers teachers um, have been involved in going to work placement visits and I know there's going to be quite a few more to come. So it's, it's really exciting. So Megan, why do we do these work placements and work experience? Well, work experience is not a new concept, but it has become increasingly difficult for schools to conduct work experience and to do work placements because of all of the um, compliance issues and, you know, for businesses it's really tough. But we are so passionate at the college about making sure that our girls get this chance. So we're really pleased that we, you know, have pushed through some of those and and found some incredible placement for the girls. Uh, I guess why, why would we do that? Why? Why should we push for it? Well, you know, our students need to have an understanding of what the modern work environment looks like. Um, so work placements do that. They need to have an opportunity to explore possible career choices uh, and, and we really encourage our girls to make those choices based on their interests, their passions and their values. Um, so work experiences gives them that chance as well. Definitely increased uh, independence and confidence and that is really important and certainly the feedback coming back from our employers this week is that our girls are showing great initiative, our girls are, you know, developing their confidence as the week has gone on so that's really exciting. Uh, we also need our girls to have, you know, increased motivation, keep working towards achieving your goals while you're at school and hopefully getting out into the workplace and seeing the types of skills that they need to develop will, will help with that. And um, 
those real world applications. So, you know, how does the curriculum, how does traditional schooling relate to uh, the workforce? So that's really important. But um, as we've already covered off, we also want to give our ch- girls a chance to, you know, find and secure part-time or casual employment while they're still at school and certainly um, if they are choosing to go down the university pathway, you know, for the next few years. So that's quite a lot that we can achieve with work placement. It seems extremely valuable. It's such a tough question to answer at a young age. What do you want to be when you grow up? So to be able to actually experience the workplace that you might be thinking about firsthand, that seems like a fantastic opportunity in shaping your future career. We're at Curtin University. First off, can I get you to introduce yourselves? I'm Danny. I'm Hermani. You guys did a work placement yesterday, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Which one did you guys go into? So Danny hasn't done hers yet. No, I'm doing um, astrophysics at ICRA last week's school. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? Uh, I did, I worked with PTEP, which is a resources company. It was a pretty good experience. I got to do a presentation about hydrogen energy to the CEO. So it was pretty eye-opening. You were doing astrophysics. Mm-hmm. Whereabouts are you doing that? Uh, ICRA. It's a joint venture between um, UWA and Curtin, actually. What made you choose that one? Is that the kind of line yeah, of Yeah, I, I want to do astrophysics when I'm, uh, like, as my sort of career, hopefully, and study at university. Amani, from working at PTAB, how has that changed maybe your opinion or your view of the industry? Uh, I've always been interested in working with sustainable energy, so it's interesting to see, just in general, how a company works with resources and what problems they face day to day, also how an office runs, so to figure out my feelings on whether I want to work with an office job. Uh, My name's Amelia in Year 10. did a work placement yesterday. Yeah. Whereabouts was that? Uh, I went to Oxford Street Physiotherapy in Mount Hawthorne. So I got to go with the physios, the neurophysios, the exercise physiologists, which is really interesting to see the different parts of physio, and it's not just like sports physiotherapy. What made you choose that one? Um, well, I've always sort of wanted to be a physio, and I think it's just interesting to see that it's not just like being the physio for the Eagles and different sports teams. Um, so I sort of wanted to go a bit more in depth with like different areas. Having seen an industry where you are kind of thinking about going into, how did it change the way you think about it? Um, it made me more interested in it and I think it sort of like changed my view of it I guess because I got to see more parts of it than I thought there was like I didn't know that there was such things as an exercise physiologist um but yeah made me more interested in becoming a physio on top of the work placements the second part of the flourishing futures program involves micro credentials seems like a bit of a newer concept but how would you describe micro credentials yeah well I mean micro credentials are just something I'm incredibly excited about so hopefully I don't um rave on too long but you know it's definitely one one of the fastest growing ideas in education. Um, But if I'm going to put in a nutshell for you, it's pretty simple. So you demonstrate a very specific skill. You then receive a digital badge that certifies that micro-credential. So it is exactly as the word suggests. It is a micro-credential. It is looking at um, the skills that you need to be able to complete perhaps more complex tasks. So, you know, these 
these badges become part of your personal file, um, which you can then share with, you know, potential employers on platforms like LinkedIn, but also, of course, put into your CV. So, the aim of micro-credentials and, and bringing them in is to give students opportunities that go beyond traditional curriculum. So we look for, again, like our work placements, we look for uh, courses that align with our girls' passions and help prepare them for life beyond the college. So what I'd like to say, it's important to say, you know, micro-credentials are not going to completely replace a traditional curriculum, but instead they really assist our students to have a wider range of skills um, and be more familiar with how to upskill themselves in ways that employers, industry and obviously tertiary industry uh, institutions are looking for. That all sounds incredibly useful as well. How do you see these micro-credentials changing the future of the education industry and education itself? So Sam, look, in my opinion, any school or university looking to prepare students for the future of work, um, which as we talked about in our last podcast, a future that no one can completely predict, should include opportunities for short, sharp skill development. So in today's job market, having a degree is simply not enough. Um, we all know that, those of us that are currently in the workplace. So upskilling is continuous um, and it's a means of staying competitive and relevant. So I believe micro-credentialing will become a big part of what happens not just in schools and in tertiary institutions but what happens in workplaces of the future. So, you know, taking on postgraduate study, you know, can take people two to eight to, to longer years depending on their industry and that's really becoming less achievable. Um, demands of work, demands of life, you know, people are reluctant to take on that kind of commitment but being able to complete short you know, skill-based courses. Um, as I said, it helps people pay, stay relevant. Um, and also the courses can be developed quickly. They respond to the demands of the time, um, what workplaces need, what's happening. And I think we only have to have a look at what's been going on in the last two years and the changes that COVID has meant we've all had to make. You can see how relevant this is. Um, and I'd like to think that our MLC girls will be really ready for this and keen to embrace any opportunities presented to them when they get out in the workforce because they've already been experiencing this kind of concept at school. Uh, so what kind of courses have they been offered as part of the program? So uh, lots of courses, but um, this time we've got, so for example, we've got a barista course, um, which we've partnered with Wesley College. Uh, several of our girls, I think I mentioned earlier, are already looking for part-time work in this space. Uh, but but workplaces expect them to have some level of training. So this gives them that chance. Uh, we've also created a bespoke data analytics course at Curtin University. And this one's a really um, exciting opportunity for our girls looking to move into this field, so into data analytics, but also um, in terms of study, but also in terms of preparing them for tertiary life. Um, we've also partnered with WA Surf Lifesaving. Um, we're offering a first aid course and this is a must-have for, for most workplaces this, these days. Uh, we're offering volleyball refereeing um, and a level O coaching course for our girls looking to pursue their passions in the sporting industry. What course are you doing today for Flourishing Futures? Uh, the volleyball refereeing course. What have you guys learned so far? We've been doing some certificates on official refereeing, which has been really interesting. 
and also um, discrimination and harassment and child safeguarding certificates. What made you choose this course? Um, well, I'm playing volleyball in PE studies, so it's quite interesting to sort of go into volleyball a bit deeper because we haven't really talked about the rules yet so far and also hopefully to maybe referee some exit games. What course are you guys doing today? We're doing the data analytics course. What made you choose this course? I felt like it could be um, a very good start to look at the digital world since that's what we're going to be living in in the future. Um, I believe it's an important skill to learn. Personally, I want to go into business. That would help. What have you guys learned so far? Uh, We've looked at uh, sorting data and analysing it and looking at it in different categories. And we've also looked at um, demystifying business and different um, sides of business. We've also looked at how Croton University works, uh, potential courses we can take, bachelors, minors, all of that. So Megan, obviously uh, a lot of really great skills can come out of that, that students can take onto you know, tertiary education, but what about, you know, really practical skills that I might use in my everyday life? Do we have courses that cover off those kind of skills? So Sam, it sounds like you might want to join into our Friday course called Adulting 101, um, where our girls are going to learn how to change light globe, change attire. Um, I, I might need to go to that as well. Um, you know, how to read your phone contract. Um, what does it mean to have a mortgage? Uh, what are some of the other things, some really practical advice what are the things that you need to know when you move out of home? So we've definitely got that covered as well. Um, so, you know, perhaps we'll see you there on Friday. I think you will. This has been very informative. I'm very much looking forward to seeing some of the uh, courses taking place. Is there anything you'd like to add about the Flourishing Futures program or, or how it might develop in future? Look, I think it's definitely, it's an evolving space. And um, as I am with everything, you know, we we have just recently been named as uh, one of the schools across Australia for the Five Star Innovative Schools Award, which we're excited about. But the only way we stay on that is by keep moving, um, keep taking feedback so if anyone listening has questions or feedback or ideas that they could share always really open to those conversations and also partnerships so if anybody's out there um, doing something really cool in their own workplace give me a call I'd love to chat about it amazing Megan thank you very much for your time today thanks Sam thanks for listening to this week's episode if you enjoyed it feel free to like share or leave a review and make sure to stay tuned for episodes to come